Welcome to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids. I'm Eric. And I'm Lance. And we believe that the Bible is the greatest book in the whole world. It's filled with amazing stories about interesting people, all working together to tell a bigger story, the greatest story, about the most important person who ever lived, Jesus. And we know that understanding more about the people and stories in the Bible helps us to know more about Jesus and what it means to be his followers today. And in this episode, we meet a wise guy. Yeah, like a wise guy. Like what, what kind of wise guy are we talking about here? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure the wise guy we're talking about today sounded like that. But yeah. Yeah, but we'll, we'll meet him in a minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, before we do that, before while y'all are still recovering from that, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to look back at all the people that we've talked about so far. Because the time of the kings has come in the life of Israel. And so Saul, we remember, he wasn't a very good king, but he was was first in line. Yep. He was the number one guy. First king was King Saul. And then we met David, who we've been talking about for several episodes, really. And that story began um, with him uh, killing Goliath. That was a big deal. And that's when we think of him, that's usually where we, that's definitely where we kick off, typically. He was a great warrior, a great leader, just a great dude. He came, uh, he was the king after Saul. Right. Like that, he was like the next in line. We, we officially have a queue here. We have a line. There's, there was one. Saul. There's two. David. We're getting somewhere now. I think we are. Yeah. So David, he had a heart like God's. And this is the first time we ever hear that said yeah. in the Bible. For That's a reason. big thing to be said about someone, to have yeah. a heart like God's. I mean, put that on your resume. <laughs> That's a job. We're going to sure. get that job. So, but also, we also learned that he made unbelievably huge mistakes. Huge, surprising mistakes for a guy that had a heart like God's. Yeah, for some reason you're jumping in on this episode, please go back and catch some of those because, man, it is is quite a story. So we wrapped up David's story, though, um, with with this promise that God had made. Yeah, the, the first part of that promise that God made to David was that his son would become the king after him. And that is who we're talking about today. The wise guy. The wise guy. Yeah. His name was Solomon and his story is found in the Old Testament book of First Kings. First Kings 2, 10 through 12. Then David slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. And the time that David reigned over Israel was 40 years. He reigned seven in Hebron and 33 in Jerusalem. So Solomon sat on the throne of David, his father, and his kingdom was firmly established. So it happened. He's, it it happened. What what do you think happened? David slept with his fathers. Yeah. Which means, did David just die? Yeah, that's actually a Bible way of saying that someone died. That's like, that's like a nicer way to deliver the news than, you know, you know, your dad's dead. Yeah, it's like your dad has gone to your sleep. Your dad has gone to sleep with his fathers. When he's gonna be up. And we've buried him. <laughs> we buried him. Wait, was he asleep? Yeah. Should have buried him. He was asleep. Okay, I'm gonna cut to the chase. Your dad is dead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh well, so you know, it happened. Finally, like we we I worried last episode right. that that was what was going on. So it finally has happened. So I feel like we need a moment of silence. That was a very short moment. <laughs> Well, so David died and was buried. Then his son Solomon says, sat on the throne of David, his father, and his kingdom was firmly established. So he's the new king in town, yeah, right? He's the boss. Okay, so what, what kind of king was he? Well, it starts out in the best way possible. I love that. 
1 Kings 3 3. Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father, and the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon used to offer a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. So, whoa, a thousand burnt offerings. I wonder if he got like <laughs> like 400 burnt offerings in. Yeah. And he's like, oh no, there's more. We're going. We're still going. We're making it rain. <laughs> making it rain burnt offerings. <laughs> so it sounds like God really took notice that. That Solomon loved him. Yeah. Yeah. And so God asked Solomon, hey, if, if you could have me give you anything in the whole world, what would it be? Oh man, that's. I mean, I think this is the game you played as a kid. Like, this is not normal. Like, this you know, is if not you normal. Got three God wishes, behavior. Yeah. What would you? What, what? You know? What would you ask for? Like, if God asked you that question, what would, he, oh, what would you say? Oh man! Like, the, my first thoughts go to asking for things for a few other people in my life that are kind of hurting. You know, uh, but that's not really the question. I don't. I don't know what what to really answer. What's the difference between things, you and me? <laughs> what would you say? <laughs> well, you know, I, I you go. You want to go big? Yeah. You don't want something and you, small. Now, I want to go, want to go small, but yeah. it's important to me. Yeah. The, the small one, I think, would be that anything that's bad for you to eat uh-huh. would be good for good you. Good for you to eat. Like I could eat donuts nonstop right. all day, every all day, day and Cheesecake. my body's just like it's like I'm yeah. just cramming, yeah. gr- you know, kale down right. my throat, <laughs> and it's just my body's like, oh yes, and it's yeah. really just donuts. That's a pretty good one. That, I think that benefits everybody, yeah. but mainly me. Mainly you. Right. Um, the other one, I think this is a this was think on this one, kids. While you're thinking what you'd want, I would ask that I could win anytime I want to. You could win just whatever it, it is you're competing in. It's kind of the perfect wish. The per- to always win. If I want to. If you want to. I might I could let you win if I want to. Oh. I'm just being a gracious guy. <laughs> but you know. But I could win any anything any election. You want to, if I have to end up fighting cancer someday, I'll yeah. win. Win. Just win that whatever. Fight. Okay, that's Chew interesting. Chew on that one for a minute. Man, I'd love to hear some of the answers of the kids listening. Yeah, maybe you guys could send in some of those answers. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Well, we you're never going to guess what Solomon asked God for. Well, um what was that? I I'm guessing like money? Mm, no. Well, he's a king, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, beautiful wife oh that would be good but that's not what he asked for world okay world peace world peace a king would ask for world peace yeah well because if it's spring coming that's when the season you gotta go out to war let's get some world peace so i can just chill at home in the spring i don't have to go out that's gotta be it he did that no he didn't actually solomon when he considered all that he could ask the creator of the universe for he decided to ask god for wisdom wisdom yeah really and that, that request made God really happy. Listen to this. 1 Kings chapter 3, 10 through 13. It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this, and God said to him, Because you asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches or the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, Behold, I now do according to your word. Behold, I give you a wise and discerning mind, so that none like you has been before you, and none like you shall arise after you. I give you also what you have not asked, 
both riches and honor, so that no king shall compare with you all your days. God's such a dad. Oh, man. He's such a dad. Yes. That's such a dad thing to do. Like, when the kid asks for, like, you know, the obviously, like, the non-selfish thing. Right. You know, but ask, and then you give him, then you give him, like, yeah. you know, one kid's like, can I have $45? And you're like, and the one kid's like, can I have five bucks? And you're like, here's 20. Here's, yeah. Here's 20. Right. More yeah, than you want. Because you weren't selfish. Right. So it's like Solomon asks for wisdom, which is, I mean, honestly, a it is a great thing. It is to a ask great for. thing. It's, to it's ask for. definitely better than all these other things. But then God's like, "Well, I'm going to give you this too." Yeah, uh, it was really great. It was good to be the king. So, what did what did Solomon do with all the wisdom? That's a great question, Eric. He became a really great leader, and he also became a great author. Many of his writings mm-hmm. were compiled into the Bible with some other writings that came to be known as the wisdom literature. Yeah. And the book of Proverbs is one of those books in the wisdom literature. And some of the book of Proverbs is attributed to Solomon. Dude, I, I love the book of Proverbs. Yeah. Because I feel like you can like, if you're like quick, you can get like a little, a little bit of something, like in just a couple of sentences. Oh, yeah. I mean, Proverbs is great if you want to post something on social media with a, a flowery background or a mountain scene. <laughs> yeah. It's like these great one-liners. Yeah. You know, it's like, kind of like uh, kind of like fortune cookies. Like after you eat some really good Asian food, like you you, you break open that fortune. I, I, I kid you not, literally right before we did this, yeah. I just ate some Panda Express. Did you really? I really did. And uh, and and I had a fortune cookie right there at the end. It's like that little bit of sweetness at well, the end and a little bit of, a little bit of wisdom. A little bit of wisdom. A little well, bit of wisdom. Funny you should mention that because I thought it'd be fun to play a game. And now it's time for everyone's favorite game show. Is it a proverb or a fortune cookie? I got this. Kids listening, play along with Eric and see if you can guess. Is it a proverb or a fortune cookie? Number one. You don't have to be faster than the bear. You just have to be faster than the slowest guy running from it. Oh, this one's obvious. This is Proverbs um, 22. Proverb. Ooh, better luck next time. Oh, come on. Number two. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Proverb. That's correct. Number three. Got this. Don't call attention to yourself. Let others do that for you. (laughs) Fortune cookie. Ooh, better luck next time. Number four. Blessed are the children, for they will inherit the national debt. Okay, that's a fortune cookie. I know that's got to be a fortune cookie. Fortune cookie, final answer. Correct answer. Number five. Don't eat the yellow snow. (laughs) I wish this was a proverb. I think it's wise, regardless of where it came from. But I'm, I'm going fortune cookie on that one. Correct answer. Number six. All right, last one. 12, 14, mm-hmm. 17, 20, 28, 36. Okay. Okay, if it was like Proverbs 12, Proverbs this. So this might be a trick question because those are all numbers of Proverbs. Oh, no, it's not because there is not 36 Proverbs. Aha. Fortune cookie. Correct answer. Join us next time when we play Is It Prophecy or a Your Mama Joke? Eric, what a great job. 
How, how do you feel about it? That was super stressful. Yeah? I did not want to come off sounding totally dumb. Well, no, I think you did great. How do you think the kids at home did? Oh, I'm sure they did great. Let's get back to Solomon. Yeah, we probably should. Good call. Uh, Solomon had a heart for God, and he had all of this wisdom, and right. he became a great leader. Then he did something super amazing. He built a temple for God. Well, okay. So before this, people worshipped God like in the tabernacle tent. Yeah. Like back in the Moses day. Remember when we talked about the tabernacle? Yeah, a long time ago. Lots they had of this traveling tent where they would worship God. Blankets. Pre- yeah, God's <laughs> presence would come down. Yeah. It's where they did sacrifices. Well, Solomon wanted to build a permanent home for God's presence among the people there in Jerusalem, a place where God could dwell and be worshiped by the people and sacrifices could happen. It was really cool. I see. Solomon sounds like a good, great guy, like David 2.0. David 2.0. Well, Solomon was a great guy. Until he wasn't. What do you mean? Well, it's, he started out great. Remember, he had this heart for God. Uh-huh. He asked for wisdom instead of riches. He built the temple. He led the people to worship God. What happened? Well, he became distracted mm. by all of his stuff and his money and his wives, and he actually stopped focusing on God. That's never good. No, it got really bad, actually. He began to care more about his riches and his wealth than he cared about the people. And so he instituted slave labor to build these great cities and this, these huge buildings. He's definitely, I mean, lost the plot. This isn't For good. For sure. God's, God's not going to be happy with God's that. God's not happy because no. God is against slavery. And it got worse. Solomon married lots of women and had lots of wives, and they were from all over the world. And... Worshipped other gods. For for the wisest man in the world, I don't know how adding a lot of wives right. stacks up. <laughs> I'm starting to second guess some of his some of his judgment. wisdom. Yeah. You know, because sometimes the guys in the Bible had multiple wives. Yeah. And I don't I can't think of a time where that worked out well. It never worked out well. Yeah. Because it actually goes against God's plan for marriage. Well, Solomon cared more about his wives than he did about God. And because they worshiped other gods, eventually he started worshiping other gods. Well, that's like the number one no-no. The number one no-no. It goes against like the very first, most important, capital M, capital I, yeah. commandment. Love your Lord, your God first. Yeah, and have no other gods before him. None. Man, God was not pleased. Listen to his <sighs> response. First Kings chapters 11, 9 through 11. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice and had commanded him concerning this thing, that he should not go after other gods, but he did not keep what the Lord commanded. Therefore, the Lord said to Solomon, Since this has been your practice, and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes that I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. Oh, man. Okay, so this is like the opposite of what God told David. Right. That his son will continue to reign and be this promise of a great king in the future. But Solomon, though, God God was going to tear the kingdom away from him. Tear. Tear it away, yeah. Tear away. That's... Violent. That's not good at all. Uh, If you remember, King David had this great reign, and Mm -hmm. even though he made some huge mistakes, he always had a heart for God. Well, Solomon, he didn't have a heart for God. We see that he never really turned back to God, and God Mm -hmm. was angry and was going to tear the kingdom from him. And in verse 43 of that same chapter, his story ends. It's it's really a much shorter uh, narrative of his life versus David's. And it says, Solomon slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David, his father. 
He died. <laughs> Maybe it would have been better if it just said Solomon died. We Solomon don't need to be died. Nice he doesn't get the poetic ending. Yeah. Solomon died. Oh, kids. That's, isn't that sad? I, I know that Solomon wrote parts of the Bible, was a great king and all, but it's kind of sad that the, the big Bible name like Solomon was just really a, kind of a burnout. Yeah, man. Burnout, total letdown. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's good to read all of the stories of the Bible and to read all about the people, not just the the parts that make you feel good or look up to a person, because the people in the Bible are not heroes. Mm. The hero of the Bible is Jesus. That's why we say at the beginning of every podcast that all of these stories and all of these people are pointing to one bigger, greater story, the story of Jesus. He's the one that the Bible is all about. You know, that's right. So stick with us. and All this is going to keep going through the entire story of the yeah. Bible, we're going to keep seeing how Jesus is the main reason for all of the stories of the Bible. That's right. So definitely subscribe to the podcast so that every single week when new episodes come out, you'll know. And this can jump right under wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. You've been listening to Who's in the Bible, a podcast for kids brought to you by Clear Creek Community Church. <laughs>